You're listening to the Reynolds Hotbox. 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 The Reynolds Hotbox. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Reynolds Sports Desk. This is Kat and Eric with Fringe Sportscast. Welcome to episode three, where we are going to be talking about all things fringe and obscure and some interesting sports that are getting added to the Paris 2024 Olympics. Very exciting. So I understand you're going to the Olympics. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm going with the Reynolds School of Journalism here at UNR, and I'm going to be part of the Paris Olympics project. So we're going to Paris. I'm so freaking stoked. So, so how many people are going? That is a good question. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Life comes up for some people, so a couple people have dropped, but there's a wait list, so I'm pretty sure more people will be coming. I'm guessing it's around 16 students, but I'm not entirely positive, so don't quote me on that. But we have some great teachers who are going to be coming with us, and uh, going to go spend a couple weeks in Paris. Well, that sounds like fun. And what is going to be new in Paris this year, or next year? <laughs> Yeah, well, there's four new sports that are being added. So there's breaking, as in breakdancing, sport climbing, which technically sport climbing was in Tokyo, but they've changed it a little bit. Uh, they split it into two competitions. Um, and then there's skateboarding and surfing, all of which are super, super rad. So I'm really excited to see them, um, especially climbing, because I am a climber and I love to climb. So breakdancing, that's like in that Pee Wee Herman movie where he breaks a bunch of glasses while he's dancing. Is that correct? You know, I think you get bonus points for that, but I'm not, I don't think that's where they're going with it. <laughs> well, that would be fun to watch. I'd watch that. Yeah? We'll have to tell them. Well, for a little while, I guess. <laughs> I break myself while I'm dancing, so that counts, right? Yeah, it should be cool. There's, um... Yeah, so they're calling it just breaking. Like, the event is called breaking. And um, the idea of bringing a lot of these, I guess, uh, alternative sports in are to include more youth-centric sports. Um, so, like, surfing, skating, climbing, and breaking are all uh, people of any age can do these things and a lot more youth are involved in these so it's pretty exciting because it's uh, getting a younger crowd of people interested in the olympics not just like okay let's go throw discus and javelin and run in circles turning left always <laughs> so i think it's really rad that they're doing this but um i guess in paris there's going to be b boys and b girls which is like break boys break girls and uh i think they're it from what I've read, they're going to go, like, head-on in solo battles, which is pretty cool. So that should be really interesting. So you're saying there will be co-ed matchups in, in breakdancing? I don't think so. I think the women are going to compete against the women and the men are going to compete against the men. Um, but it looks like they have solo battles, so I'm pretty sure they're just going to be dancing by themselves, but it would be really cool if there was, like, a break a dance off that would be so sick so will the break dancing employ glow sticks the way uh, gymnastics employs those little tassels with the the ribbons on them oh god we can only hope so yeah i've seen a share of glow sticks in my time 
So it's called Breakin', just like the movie with the, the famous broom dance in it. <laughs> yes, and I hope that they have props. If they have a broom dance, I will let you know. I know you love the broom dance. Oh, the broom dance is famous. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But yeah, so there's breaking, um, sport climbing, which I want to go on a little sport climbing tirade. One, climbing is awesome. I love it. It's super fun. It's like doing yoga up a wall. Um, but this year, how it's different than the last uh, Olympics in 2020 in Tokyo, which, I mean, it was 2020, so it doesn't count. <laughs> Just kidding, it counts. But um, everyone, com the climbers competed in three different climbing categories, and then they got a final overall score, and that was how they judged people. But the three different climbing categories are um, – there's lead climbing, bouldering, and speed climbing, which they're all pretty very they're pretty different disciplines. Um, so this year they're splitting it into two competitions, where one will be a combined competition with bouldering and lead climbing, and then the other one will only be speed climbing. Which I'm glad that they're doing this because speed climbing is very different than lead climbing and bouldering. So I'm excited that they're going to be splitting them in two. And um, I'm really stoked. I hope Shauna Coxie is going. There's, um, She should definitely be going, but there's qualifiers happening soon. So it's pretty cool. Well, that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of really inspiring um, female climbers that have inspired me in my climbing journey who are probably going to be going. And... So I'm really excited to see them. Um, might be stalking them through the village. Be like, hello, please let me interview you. Come climb in Tahoe. It's great. Um, but it's just, I love how inclusive of a sport it can be. Just, um, I don't know, women, kids, men, people of all genders, sizes, and um, ages too can climb, which is really, really awesome. You know, a famous rock climber was Aleister Crowley, and our student center is named after him. Uh, no, I guess it's Joe Crowley. Different guy. Turns out I was wrong there. <laughs> I was like, what? That sounds cool. Well, you know, maybe Joe Crowley climbed some rocks. That'd be cool. That would rock. <laughs> uh, speaking of changing the subject, I'm curious how the surfing is going to work. I, I haven't seen too many waves in Paris. <laughs> the Seine runs through there, right? I haven't seen too many big waves on that river. Yeah. You know, they're going to have to tow people. Just kidding. Um, oh, that that would work. No, they're actually going to Tahiti, um, to an area in Tahiti. It's pronounced Teahupo'o. Pui. Teahupui. Um, basically, it's a village on the southwest coast of uh, Tahiti, in French Polynesia, so it's cool. They're actually going to bring the torch to Tahiti. They're going to sail it there down to the South Pacific because uh, Tahiti was at one point a French colony. Um, I'm not sure if it still is, but so they have this beautiful um, left-breaking wave there on this uh, on the west coast of this island, and so this is where they're going to be competing. Um, which is pretty cool because 
it's special when you can find a place that has a consistent wave like that, that just consistently fires all the time. Um, I'm looking at pictures of it right now, and it is massive. Was that, did that appear in the movie Endless Summer? There, there was there was some scene with this continuous uh, breaking wave, and, and they filmed themselves in it, and at a certain point they said, it just got boring after a while because it was just this perfect wave nonstop. But maybe that was somewhere else. That would be wild if that was here. Maybe it'll just be a, an endurance competition. Just be like, well, this wave is uh, still going. <laughs> so are they having a second Olympic torch, one that's going on the boat to Tahiti? You know, they must, because I, yeah, I feel like they got to, because yeah. otherwise I don't know how they're going to sail it all the way there and then light it and then sail it all the way back and then bring it to Paris. But mm. that's a good question. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and here is a word from our sponsors. We'll catch you on the flip side. Welcome. Hello. We are the Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Podcasts. Client services. Special projects. Documentaries. We are a production center at, at the, the Reynolds, Reynolds School, School of Journalism. Journalism. The Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab. Uh, welcome back to Fringe Sports with Kat and Eric. I'm Eric. I'm Kat. <laughs> and we're talking about the 2024 Olympics in Paris and the new sports there. Yeah. Really exciting. Um, so we've already talked about a few. We've got our sport climbing. We've talked about surfing. Talked about breaking, a.k.a. breakdancing. Super rad. And the one we have left is skateboarding, um, which is pretty awesome. Similar to breakdancing, you are throwing your body at concrete and uh, praying for the best. <laughs> I think skateboarding is really cool because... Uh, one, I was always too chicken to do it because it's literally throwing your body at concrete. And I was like, that looks painful. Yeah, I, I grew up in a place where none of my friends skateboarded. I don't know if it was, well, I know skateboarding existed. It's just where we lived. Nobody I knew was into that. Yeah. <laughs> I lived on a really, really big hill. Um that was miles long and uh, very steep. And so I would sit on my skateboard and treat it like a luge board and uh, go down the hill uh, laying on my skateboard, pretending it was luge, um, but not not very far because I'd get going really fast. And I was like, okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, this, this was also before uh, snowboarding was a thing. No, nobody I knew snowboarded either. I got really good on at skiing and I just thought, hey, how how hard could uh, snowboarding be? And turns out it is a completely different skill set than being on wooden sticks. I fell down a lot. <laughs> I think that's part of learning. Yeah, I learned I don't like falling down anymore. I spent my years falling down on the skis, and yeah, it's a different experience. Totally, I know. That's the thing is, like, I love skiing, and snowboarding's fun, but. Snow is softer than concrete, so I really, really admire these men and women who are doing this. And it's cool because a lot of the men and women who are competing and who this sport is drawing in are a lot younger, too, which is really rad that um, the Olympics are 
involving more sports that are more youth centric and I think that's by design they're they're wanting to appeal to a larger audience a younger audience and these sports are really neat because they have a lower barrier to entry than some of the other ones sort of updating the the competition from like 3,000 years ago or whenever the first Olympics was oh my god I would love to see ancient Greeks skateboarding and breakdancing that would be incredible. <laughs> that would be the platonic ideal of skateboarding. <laughs> I love that. Probably not. Yeah. It's it's cool, though, with some of the sports that are being introduced, such as um, skating and breaking, they're super urban sports, which is really neat because it's tapping a whole different demographic of people. And it's, it's also tapping, like, a culture because there's such a rich culture um, and like underground culture behind skating and climbing and surfing and breaking. And I think it's really awesome that that is also going to hopefully be brought with it to the Olympics. Um, because the Olympics, I don't know, for some people can seem kind of like a, uh, how do I say this nicely? Like very posh, very elite, very uh, unrelatable. Exactly. Yeah. To a vast majority of people. Yeah. I, I don't know too many people who uh, toss a discus in their spare time. I, I know a few people who dance around with a tassel and ribbon, but you know, I don't judge. But uh, yeah, I know a lot of people who skateboard and rock climb and, and surf. And uh, I, I can see how people would want to tune into a 21st century version of the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it seems like it brings in a lot of people who, um, I don't know, it makes it more real and relatable, like you're saying. And also the barrier to entry is hopefully less because, like, being you could be a poor kid living in Brooklyn or the Bronx and you can go dance on, dance with your homies in the basketball courts or on the street and just go breaking. And who knows, now maybe that'll take you to the Olympics or maybe you're going and skating and, like, uh, finding your – favorite urban spots that haven't been blocked or told you can't skate there. <laughs> and uh, now you might someday find yourself at the Olympics when you were just like a, a little uh, grungy skate kid before. And it just occurred to me that the breakdancing event is going to have uh, music playing. I'm a huge fan of 80s dance music, and I'm predicting that... Uh, Kraftwerk's song Tour de France is going to be uh, featured very heavily in the breakdancing event. Oh my god, I hope so. That was the song that they used in the movie Breakin', and since it's about sports, you know, that would be an interesting Olympic uh, side betting, like which, which dance songs will be most, most played during the Olympics, which, which group. I'm overthinking that, I guess. <laughs> I like it, though. Well, I I really hope they use the Tour de France one because, I mean, it's in France. And hopefully someone will bring a broom, start dancing with a broom. I'm, I'm kind of reminded of uh, years ago, there was a, a pub that was open on Christmas Day. And one year, uh, James Brown had, had passed away. And so everybody who came into the, the pub decided to play James Brown, but they all played the same song 
so it's like, oh, I feel good. And you know, you're, you're uh, like, oh, no, not this song again. And it was, it was like nobody would say anything because like, oh, the guy just died. So I'm, I'm kind of curious how many routines will we be based on that Kraftwerk song? And like, oh, not this song again. But uh, you know, it's, it's like a, not a cliche, but like a, like a standard. Yeah. I wonder if they plan, like, if they're going to plan beforehand, like, I'm having this song, you're having that song, or if that's no, a no-go, maybe mm. it'll just be independent. Yeah, don't, don't steal my idea. I was going <laughs> to use that song. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Great minds think alike, right? Yeah. I'm excited to see and, well, to hear um, all the different sounds and styles coming from places all over the world that have breaking and, um, like, international music breaking like that sounds really rad because i mean i bet it's all going to be very hip-hop influenced but um maybe hip-hop from like turkey or armenia or like all these other countries and worlds like it just brings so much culture with it which is really special oh yeah that's an idea maybe some crew is uh trying to promote one of their friends music Mm, nice yeah it might be a world premiere for for somebody yeah that's a good idea. Yeah, it's uh, not many sports combine music with them. I mean, like the the performance ones do when you look at uh, like floor routines in uh, gymnastics and now breaking. And I don't really know of any other ones that do. I think curling would be a lot more interesting if they had uh, music going along while they're sweeping the ice. Oh, my but that, God. That's the Winter Olympics, <laughs> not the Summer Olympics. That would be so funny. You have, like, Ave Maria playing or some very epic Beethoven. <laughs> huh. That's They already have the broom dance in Olympics. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe somebody will do the broom dance dressed up like a curler. Ooh. That'd be funny. It's in winter and summer. I yeah. like that. Well... I guess we'll never know. We will. I will find out. That's right. You're gone. (laughs) Yes, I am super excited to go, and um, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, Shameless plug here. I am going to be starting a GoFundMe very soon because Paris is expensive. But I'm very excited and uh, hoping to ride my bike a little bit before the games start and uh, really want to follow the torch on one of its little legs hopefully into Paris, but we'll see. That's a big dream. and uh, Sounds like your torch song. Yes! <laughs> I love it. I'll listen to the Tour de France song. All right. And we can talk about that next time. And that looks like all the time we have for today. Yes. Thanks for joining us, y'all, on Fringe Sportscast here at the Reynolds School Sports Desk. Make sure to give us a follow over on that good old social media. And we look forward to seeing you next time. All right.